You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're really going to talk about revival today. But more than that, you don't want to miss a minute of today because, you know, when Paul went through everywhere, you know, he, it seems like wherever he went, there was an outbreak of revival or power or else he caused a riot, right? Well, I want to tell you a story that's true, and there were people there. There's people that were there that I still know around me that were there when I went to a, semin- a seminary meeting, you know, a uh, particular denomination seminary and love those people. And uh, Kathy, my wife, Kathy, she went back to seminary while my daughter was in, in college and she went and lived with my daughter and my daughter went to college and my wife was going to seminary. Well, in the evenings, they'd have, you know, extended classes and extra classes. So I'd go and, and attend those classes sometimes and the, the week of classes. So I was going to those. And uh, so uh, and, and, and the stirrings in our church were starting to happen, you know, and God was starting to move. And so I went and, and uh, the, the topic of that night was from Luke chapter 13. And uh, the, the main subject was the woman. As you get over here, there was a woman who'd been bent over. Jesus went into the, the synagogue and there was a Jewish woman who had been bent over for 18 years with some infirmity. And uh, so, and Jesus heals her. Okay. But that, the healing wasn't the subject. The, the subject for the class and almost everybody in the it was a big class, everybody in the class was almost all of them were preachers, ministers, evangelists, pastors. You know, it wasn't uh, just regular college kids. It was mostly leaders. And uh, then they had another pastor of a church and he was the leader of the class. So he came up with the topic and he said, tonight's topic is we are going to teach and then discuss why was this woman bent over? How, how did it happen that she had a spirit? Because it says this woman was crippled by a spirit, obviously an evil spirit. For 18 years, she could not straighten up. So the class began and I'm in there. Now, I'm not part of this denomination. I'm a guest, I guess, and I'm in there and, uh, and I'm in the class. I was invited to be in the class, but I'm not part of this denomination. Everybody else was. And so I'm kind of an outsider, I guess. And so they start teaching. They teach on this and then they open it for discussion. Now, it's a long class. It's a three hour class. So we had a lot of discussion. So all the people, they all gave their discussions and everything and they, they kind of came then after a couple hours, everybody came to the conclusion, which is what happens today. They finally came to what a lot of Christians do today too, and Jewish people then <clears throat> did. They came to the conclusion, well, you know, there, there was probably either sin in her life or sin in her ancestor's life or grandparents' life or some kind of sin. That's generally Probably 20 people gave testimonies, and they all gave their opinions, but they, you know, finally came up with the idea there must have been some secret sin, outward sin, something, and she sinned, or somebody in her family or ancestry had sinned, and so that opened the door to a spirit, because it wasn't God doing it to her, but that opened the door to a spirit, 
And that spirit then bent her over, and that's why she was, uh, had that infirmity and bent over for 18 years. And then, uh, then Jesus came and, uh, and healed her, okay? So this went on for a couple of hours, and after a couple of hours, the outsider, me, like I'm starting to, there must have been steam coming out of my ears, you know, because I'm looking at the whole chapter. So I thought maybe I shouldn't say anything. The class was starting to almost end and people were getting tired. And I, finally, I said, well, I'd like to speak. So I stand up and I speak. And I said, I, th- I said, told them right away, I said, I don't think any of you are right. None of you are right. They said, well, how come you, where, where are you coming from? So I said, well, just go back a few verses. And a few verses, it said, uh, Jesus told them about some Galileans that had died and, and, and Pilate had mixed their blood together. It was a terrible thing. And he told them about those Galileans and they suffered that way. And then he said, what about these other people? He said, you remember this tower fell on some Jewish people and, uh, and they died. And he said, do you think those Galileans that Pilate mixed their blood and, or do you think those people that that tower fell on them? Do you think, listen to what he says, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? Great thing, because you know what the answer is? The answer would have been, well, yeah, because that was the teaching kind of, of that day that they believed, like if you saw a cripple begging, which there was a lot of them, and they would give them, you know, a rich guy or anybody would, could give them money. And they believed that, that those people were, you know, crippled or whatever uh, because there was sin somewhere. And so they didn't feel sorry for them, but they would give them money and help them. But they thought that was the general idea across the board that there was probably some kind of sin. And that's why there's Maybe they didn't do it, but somebody in their family or whatever. So that's why that happened. All right. Can you get that? So then Jesus says, he really corrects him. He says, do you think those Galileans that suffered that way were more sinners than anybody else? Or do you think the people that the tower fell on, do you think they were more guilty of sin than anybody else in Jerusalem? And I know the brain of it would have been, well, yeah, we were kind of thinking that. Have you ever been in a church where uh, somebody gets a, a sick or cancer or a tragedy happens and in your brain, you can't figure out how it happened? Well, well I don't know how this happened. How come? And in your brain, you may not say it, but in your brain, you start thinking, I wonder if there's some kind of secret sin here. Or have you ever met somebody and they had some kind of disease or something and they come to you and you say, uh, oh, I don't know why I got sick. I don't know why I have cancer. I don't know why I have this disease or something. And I'm, I'm guessing maybe I Maybe there's a secret sin in my life. Maybe there's something I haven't confessed. Maybe my grandma played with the Ouija board or had spirits or something. And they're, they're also doing the same thing to themselves. Like there must be some secret sin that opened the spirit. And that's why I'm sick or my family's sick. Okay. So Jesus says, do you think they were worse sinners because this bad thing happened? Tower fell on them. Pilots made them suffer. And you know what he says? He says, I tell you no. This bad thing didn't happen to them. Because they were more sinners. Now, I said that in that class. Boy, did it get quiet. Because they just spent two hours saying these people, this lady was bent over because there was some sin. They some sinner. And I said, Jesus just told them this, and this is right before that story, that they did not suffer because they were worse sinners. And then he says, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Repent of what? He doesn't say at that point. 
Then he told a parable about a fig tree growing, and he, and he said you couldn't, he couldn't find any figs on it. And uh, because they couldn't find any figs on it, they said, cut it down. But then the, the guy said, well, no, don't, don't cut it down yet. Give it one more year, and we'll try to nurture it along and fertilize it. And, do, and then, then if it doesn't bear fruit, then we'll, we'll cut it down. Now, right in the middle before this woman, he, and, and Luke put it before this woman who got healed, we have Jesus saying, these people were not worse sinners. Repent. And I said, repent of what? Then Luke puts in, well, no fruit, no figs. And then Luke puts in, now there was a woman who was bent over with a spy spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and Jesus healed her. And I'm in this class and I said, now all you put this together, you want to know why this woman was bent over. And if Jesus were here and you said, why was this woman bent over? And he said, do you think this woman was a worse sinner than anybody else? And that's why she was bent over for 18 years. And I said, all of you in this class would say yes, but Jesus would say no. She was not a worse sinner than anybody else. And unless we all repent, Something worse is going to happen. We're all going to perish. Everybody's going to perish unless we all repent. And it was silent as could be. And I said, so, and so one guy, leader of the thing, he said, he said, well, then he didn't call me smarty pants, but you could feel it in the air, smart boy. Okay, because I'm not even a part of this denomination. So he gets up and he says, all right, then why do you think? She was bent over. If it wasn't because of sin and they need to repent, why do you think that she was bent over for 18 years and what the sin was that Jesus was talking about? Why do you think she was bent over for 18 years? And I said to him, well, I'll tell you exactly why she was bent over for 18 years. And exactly, Jesus, Jesus reveals right here why she was bent over. And he reveals right here what the sin was. And they said, all right, tell us what it is. I said, he said, the, he said first of all, this was a daughter of Abraham. He said, a daughter of Abraham was bent over. Well, there's, you know, if a daughter of Abraham is, if an if a evil spirit's got the daughter of Abraham, you know something's gone wrong in Israel. So I do not feel that the daughter of Abraham should be bent over or a daughter of, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or Jesus, or whatever. Something's gone wrong when this daughter of Abraham, who's in the synagogue, is bent over. Something's gone wrong in Israel. They said, all right, what do you think it is then? I said, I'll tell you exactly what it is. He says, this woman was bent over for 18 years. And, and then all of a sudden the Lord answered him. And they said to him, you hypocrites, you hypocrites. And I stood there and I said, there you got it. That's why she's been over for 18 years. That's why people are sick in our church. That's why people are sick. Christians are sick. Jews are sick. I said, it's hypocrisy. It's not this woman's sin. She didn't do anything wrong. She's a victim of hypocritical religion that is off the mark. And that's why we have people sick. What we need to do is repent of our hypocrisy. And then we'll, we'll get people well. If we pray for one person and they 
they get well, well, we're going to get another person sick because we haven't dealt with the root of the problem. And that is there's no figs on the tree because of our hypocrisy. Well, I want to tell you what happened. The whole class sprung, stood up and began to yell at me just like Paul. They grit, they gnashed their teeth. They yelled. They raised their fists. Some of them threw. I'm not kidding you now. Some of them took chairs and threw chairs away to the side. They were so angry. They said, this could not be. Oh, who are you to tell us that this woman was bent over? And I said, it says right there. He called them hypocrites. That's why she's sick. And I said, our religion today is sick. And it's because of hypocrisy. We could get people well. We could have revival. We can have a move of God. But we've got to deal with the root problem. Well, it was a riot, all right. And people, they were yelling and they were screaming. And the class came apart. And I finally had to just leave and get, I had to escape and get out to the parking lot. But I'll tell you, even to this day, people don't forget that class. And I want you to get that and realize as you go about this, that there's a lot of sick people and a lot of hurting people. And I don't let them say, they said, do you think I sinned? What's the sin that I'm, I said, no, just get that out of your head. Get it out of your head. Jesus said, no, you're not a worse sinner than anybody else. If it's because of sin, we'd all be sick. We'd all have cancer. We'd all have heart disease. Not because of that. It's because as believers, we're, a, we're in powerless religion because hypocrisy and fruitless religion, the kind of fruit Jesus is looking for, is nowhere to be found. And that's what we need to repent of. And then we'll have a revival of healing and glory and presence that will fill the churches with the glory of God and break forth into a great awakening in our nation and the world. There's a lot there to think about. I hope you got it. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.